Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand speaking new episode of Force of Habit. As always, I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be. If you needed to rest and relax and do absolutely nothing, I hope you got a chance to do that. If you needed to be productive and get some stuff done, I hope you did that too. My weekend was a good one. Let's see, what did I do this weekend? Um, I took a full day off from work, which is something I never do, which is really nice. Saturday, uh, we had a kid-free house. And so I just relaxed and like relished in that. Sunday was busy. Uh, my friends are all having babies. So I've been going to so many baby showers lately. <laughs> um, but my friend India is having a baby and my friend Sydney is having a baby. So I was at her baby shower two weeks ago. So uh, baby shower is a galore over here. And then Bexley also had her championship game. It's her last cheer game of the season. And they won, which is really nice and exciting. So uh, that's done with. And right now my husband doesn't have anything else. He's like the planner. Like he's always putting Bexley in stuff. And I've been trying to convince him to like <laughs> not put her any in anything until like the spring and it's not working so basketball is next um but I have a month break so I have my weekends a little bit to myself uh for the next month or so we don't have to get up and go do anything like on a Saturday or Sunday so you know I'm just gonna enjoy that while that lasts but my weekend was good my weekend was good um so today on the podcast I wanted to talk about why you're not losing weight and I wanted to talk about this because, as always, like all my podcast topics are like questions you guys ask me in DMs all the time. And um, it's one of the very first things I have to coach my girls on when they come into Sheetrician. They're doing all the things and it comes up, you know, I'm not losing weight. It's a natural, normal thing to happen, but it almost always has to do with something that you are doing and not necessarily anything that's wrong with like your programming as far as like if you're following a program or if you're planning your meals or um, something like that. It's never an external thing is what I'm getting at. It's always something that has to do with you. And so in this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you three things. There's lots of reasons I could, um, you know, you couldn't be losing weight for, but I'm going to share with you three things that I find are the biggest obstacles to your weight loss and what you might be doing that's stalling or plateauing your progress. These three things are really, really important. And they're also things that you can begin to implement or shift or think about starting today. Every podcast episode, I always say, if you don't walk out of here with a with an aha or like an idea or an action step to take, I'm not doing my job. And so this episode is going to really kind of get you thinking about, oh, you know what? I have been doing this. I can change this. So I know it's going to be really, really helpful. And I'm really excited for today's episode. So let's jump right into it. So 
chicken nugget number one, or reason number one that you are not losing weight right now is because you're cutting out food groups. But it's not really what you think it is. So you probably think I'm about to give you like the full rundown of like your brain needs carbs and you know, your gut health needs healthy fats and yada, yada, yada. It's not what I'm about to do. The real reason that cutting out food groups is really harmful to your weight loss journey is that when your weight loss journey turns into a game of willpower, like how long you can go without convincing yourself to eat the bread versus making like easy, small, daily decisions with your food that really move the needle in the long run, like inch by inch, you've lost. When you wake up and the first thing you start thinking about is how to avoid eating the bagel for breakfast or, you know, dreading the day because you can't have carbs or like your only carb source can be fruit or like, you know, you have to eat low fat everything or you've got to completely healthify every single meal you've lost. You've lost. I think something that so many programs out there and something that really separates nutrition from like the crowd, like all those like cookie cutter programs and like nutrition programs out there is that we forget that as humans, like we just don't do what we're supposed to do for our bodies. Like we don't just eat for nutrition. If that was the case, like everybody would be completely in shape and perfectly healthy. But we aren't programmed to live that way. You only get a finite amount of willpower each day. And this is brain science. And the more energy your brain has to try and figure out how to not want carbs or like how to not want to cook with fat or like having to like eat the apple when you really wanted to have a slice of birthday cake with your husband tonight, like, or like, you know, like any of those little decisions when you've got to constantly be thinking about how you can healthify your food, the bigger and badder the crash is going to be. You are about to crash so hard and spiral so far that the only thing that can pull you out of that hole is feeling so shitty about your body that you get a new motivation spurt to like restrict again. Your hunger is more than just feeling physically satisfied. Feeling emotionally satisfied is very very important for the longevity of your eating habits. And this does not mean that you use food to cope with your emotions. That is not what I'm saying. But eating food that you actually love the taste of is emotionally satisfying. Eating food that you want to actually eat is emotionally satisfying. And there are some nuances here, right? Because in the beginning, when you are starting your weight loss journey, I always tell my girls, we're not going to focus on what you're eating right now. We're just going to focus on the how much, right? So in the very beginning of Sheetrician, I don't make my girls change anything that they're eating and you don't have to either. In the very beginning, it is not about what you are eating when it comes to your health, when it comes to your weight loss. It's just about getting mindful of the how much. Like, again, if we were programmed just for nutrition, like if our bodies just wanted nutrition, like just wanted what was good for our bodies, like it would be so easy (laughs) for all of us to be healthy and in shape, right? But we don't because we're humans and humans have emotions 
and we build connection with food around and we make core memories with food around. It's integrated in almost every part of our lives. And so we have to begin to navigate eating food that is great for us and also tastes good and that we like and that we enjoy looking forward to. When you neglect that very basic part of being human, your weight loss journey goes from easy and intentional to constantly trying to talk yourself down from foods you actually like, even though they can absolutely fit into your weight loss plan. You give all of your power away. All of a sudden, these bad foods have your daily energy all day, every day. Who wants to live like that? I know you don't. I know you're so tired of having to constantly think about food all day long when you want to lose weight. That's no way to live. That sucks. And so the very first thing that is stalling your weight loss progress is cutting out food groups because you think that's what you have to do to be healthy. When really what you have to do is learn how to integrate food that you love the taste of food that's healthy for you in a way that helps you lose weight. That's a big difference, which leads me right into step number two or reason number two that you aren't losing weight is that your expectations aren't even found in this realm of reality. So this is something we have a coaching series inside Sheetrition and it's called I'm Not Losing Weight. And the very first part of this training, I'm like reading my girls for filth. (laughs) And they love that. Don't worry. They love when I kind of read them because I'm such an empath. So like, I think one of my God-given gifts is that I know how to like really pull that accountability out of you. And like, so that you can like look at the things that, oh, maybe I have been doing this wrong while also like nurturing you and like patting you on the back and like feeling you too at the same time. (laughs) I think that makes me a great coach just to like toot my own horn really quickly. Um, But reason number two is like your expectations aren't found in reality. Are you doing what you said you're going to do? In Sheetrition, we call this, are your, or like we say, are your actions aligning with your goals? So like, are you just planning what you're going to do and then like not actually doing it? So are you like writing out your food and like writing out when you're going to work out and then you only do a third of what you planned nine times out of 10, like most of the time? (laughs) The reason you aren't losing weight is because you're planning to do all of these things. You've got like this great image of like how your week is going to go in your head, right? You're going to work out, you're going to eat healthy, you're going to prep your food, yada, yada, yada. And then you don't do half of it. I always say inside nutrition, like this is something I'm constantly reminding my girls of. And I want to remind you too, a planner is just a planner until you pair it with action. Your to-do list is just words on paper until you actually do it. We get so hung up in like getting a pretty planner and like, you know, getting cute stickers for our digital planners and like planning things out to a T. Like my Google Calendar, immaculate. (laughs) But if I'm not doing what I'm planning, then it's just like just words on a screen. And I think that's something that we, we forget about because planning takes time. 
and we're excited when we plan. But if you aren't actually doing it, then you're just spending, you know, 30 minutes a week planning all these things and then it just falls by the wayside. And then what good does it do? It does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. Until you pair your actions with the things that you're planning to do, you'll always be stuck. You'll always be stuck. And that sounds so simple like, duh, Chantel. But ask yourself right now, when you plan what you're going to eat this week, when you plan when you're going to grocery shop, when you plan when you want to work out, what days you're going to go, what days you're going to like do a home workout, ask yourself what percentage of it actually gets done. Like, do you do a weekly reflection and look back on your week and say, okay, this is what I planned. This is what I actually did. Or do you get to the end of your week and say, oh my God, it was so busy. Oh my God, you know, I worked out, I prepped, but I'm not losing weight. When in reality, you did one or two workouts, you ate one or two preps, and then you were ordering out or like, you know, pushing your workout to the next day or like overeating or like binging. I think something that we often forget to do is to reflect on the week. Like take an intentional moment, just how you sat there and planned your week or planned your day, reflect on it too. What actually got done? Because from there, that's where you grow. The growth is in the weekly reflection or the daily reflection. When you are able to get to the end of the day and say, okay, what did I actually get done? What actually did I stick to? What actually did I commit to doing? You will be, listen, you will be so surprised because like as our week gets going and we start getting busy, we just start thinking that we're doing all these things, but we're really not like your week. Probably if you were anything like me when I was like planning in my like early baby steps of planning before I like really um, woke up to like what I was actually doing in a week, I would get so busy during the week and like I'm, I'm running a mile a minute. And then like it feels busy, like it feels productive on the surface until you look back on what you actually did. And you're like, shit, I did a bunch of busy work and nothing that actually helped me get me to my goal. And that's probably what your week looks like. If I'm I like I say this every week, I don't gamble. <laughs> but if I did, I'd put some money down on the fact that like you probably plan a really great week. But at the end of the week, you don't do a lot of the stuff that you plan. And so that brings me right into like point B, which is, do you have a realistic look on your weight loss journey? Or are you setting yourself up for failure by setting goals or planning things that just aren't realistic? So are you like going from trying to go from like zero to 100? Are you going from like, oh, like I eat out every single day, but this week I want to lose weight. So I'm going to cook and prep like three, four days a week. And I'm going to like cook dinner every single night in the kitchen. You're not setting yourself up like realistically to have some wins. You might do that for the week you're motivated. And then naturally when motivation disappears, what do you do? You go right back to what you were doing before. And you beat yourself up on top of that. So are you being realistic? And this also goes for like the number, your weight loss goal number. So many times inside Shootrition, when my girls come into Shootrition and when we set goals, they always have to scale their goals down just a little bit. Like they want to come in and lose like 20 pounds in a month. And I'm like, that's what you used to do when you were doing like jackass juice cleanses. <laughs> we're not doing that this time. And when they take a step back, 
and they scale their goals down, that also means they get to scale their steps down too. And it feels more doable. It feels more manageable. And they build their momentum easier. In, I think, last week's episode, How to Lose Weight Faster, or was that the week before? I talked about when you scale down your expectations, you allow yourself space to build momentum. And when you have momentum, when you can stick to the things that are easy consistently, you see more consistent weight loss milestones. You don't see these big splurges and then you gain it right back and then you're doing it all over again and then you gain it right back. That's miserable. You know, we really want to pace ourselves and do little chunks at a time. Do, 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 because that's how you build weight loss momentum. And that's how you're able to look back a few weeks from now, a few months from now and be like, damn, I've lost 15 pounds already. I've lost 20 pounds already. And it doesn't even feel like it, like it just went by like that, right? Versus trying to like miserably drag yourself to a weight loss goal, crashing and burning and having to start all over again. That's not fun. No one wants to do that. It's also important to like always understand that like you didn't get to where you are overnight. And so making sure that you give your body time to make progress consistently and gently That's how you lose your weight faster, but also how you actually get to the weight loss milestone in the first place and stay there. That last part is something like we forget about. We don't want to just get there. We want to stay there so that we can keep losing more weight. I bet you're really good at losing a certain amount of weight. I was really good at losing five, 10 pounds like like that. So easy. And then I gained it right back. But then I could lose it fast again, but I'd gain it right back. And so then you're never able to actually get to your goal because you're too busy losing and gaining the same amount of weight. I bet if you think about your last few weight loss attempts, you lost some weight. You probably lost five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds. And then you either gained it back or you got stuck there. And so when it comes to your weight loss journey, your expectations are everything because they put you in the mental space to actually get after your goals each day and to make some progress and not be paralyzed into inaction, which brings me into my next point, which is you aren't accounting for the little things. The little things make the giant leaps, but the little things also keep you stuck the most. I've done tons of coaching sessions in nutrition where it's like, I'm not losing weight. I'm doing all the things. And I always remind nutrition members and I say, weight loss is simply being in a calorie deficit consistently. If you are not losing weight or inches or seeing like body composition changes, which correlate directly to fat loss, you simply are not in a deficit. It's that simple has absolutely nothing to do with like how you're eating for your blood type, your gut health, like none of those things. That impacts the quality of your weight loss. But if you are not losing weight, you are simply not in a deficit, period. And while that can make you mad, that can also give you a giant sense of relief, like, okay, This is just a number issue. This has nothing to do with anything else 
other than the fact that I am not in a deficit. So if this is just a number issue, then what can I start doing? When we, like when I'm doing coaching and nutrition, like I'm not losing weight, I'm doing all the things. And then we start going down the list and we cover the small things first, always. The pieces of candy at work, the bites off your kid's plate, the last few sips of the Coke in the fridge before you toss it in the trash can, those things add up. And when I start asking the question, okay, what are you eating or snacking on or licking or sniffing? (laughs) like outside of your main meals and snacks. It's always like, oh, I just, you know, before I threw my kid's plate away, you had their chicken nugget. Oh, while I'm cooking dinner, I had a few bites to taste the food. Oh, da, 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 right? And it's like these things start to add up in your day. Oh, I just had like, you know, too many pieces of candy like at the office. You can easily eat hundreds of extra calories outside of your main meals and snacks and write them off to be no big deal. But that no big deal is your calorie deficit. You know, it's like things that you don't think about. It's like a few licks of ice cream. It's a few bites off your kid's plate. It's a few bites while you're cooking dinner. It's a few pieces of candy in the office. It's taking a few bites off your partner's plate. And you're doing that and they feel so minute. They feel so small in the moment, right? That you don't think about them. It's no big deal. But they add up. And when I help members get aware of those little things, and practice taking a mindful moment before they put anything in their mouth by simply asking, am I actually hungry right now? They break through their plateaus. It's more about getting re-aware of your daily habits with your food, with your planning, with your expectations, and just being more consistent with them. That's it. That is truly it. We almost, you know, I I always talk about like, um, you know, with my friends or like um, other people that I'm, I'm close with in my niche. I always talk about like, we love to complicate weight loss. Like, like people get off with complicating it. <laughs> and I think that's because it makes it more like sexy. It makes it more polarizing. And so it gets you into like programs and like people get you to buy their stuff doing that. Like, People get you to buy their juice cleanses by telling you that like your body can't get rid of this waste without it and you could get cancer and like lose 20 pounds in a month because you'll do this and it'll whatever, whatever. And it's like, that's sexy. That's like, oh shit. Wow. Let me like buy this cleanse. Let me buy this juice. Let me, let me buy this program that's going to kick my ass for eight weeks because then I'll lose my weight. Like that sounds sexy. But weight loss is like very, very, very simple. Our minds make it complicated. Our habits make it complicated. Our expectations make it complicated. And inside nutrition, like I help my girls, like, you know, the first couple of phases, it really is about like your mindset and your routine and your habits and like your core nutrition strategies you should be implementing each day. And they always say, Chantel, I feel like I should be doing more, but I'm losing weight and I don't understand it. And it's like, this is weight loss. (laughs) This is weight loss. Weight loss is getting to enjoy the pizza nights and the the date nights and the mimosas with the girls and like the, the McDonald's if you want it. And also prioritizing your health and your mental health. 
you know, it's not the sexy answer. It's really not. (laughs) But it's simple. And so if you've been feeling frustrated, whether you like can't lose weight, you've decided you wanted to lose weight, but you feel stuck. Or if you feel like you're at like a plateau and like you're doing all the things and you just can't break through it, I want you to scale back. And I want you to ask, how can I make this as simple as possible for myself? What are the simple things that I can look at and start doing? And this podcast episode hopefully gave you a really great running start. So to recap, the first things you're going to look at is number one, stop cutting out food groups. You're human and you should be able to lose weight the way you want to live your life. Sometimes that involves cake, wine, and fat. The crazy thing is, is when you learn how to implement those things, and it's not just like, you know, cakes and cookies and wines and fat. It could also be just like burger and fries, like things that have been demonized by diet culture that you actually kind of like to eat. When you learn how to balance those things, not even balance, when you learn how to incorporate those things with food that also you love the taste of, but is healthier for you, you win. You gain your power back, you gain your sanity back, and your weight loss becomes easier and more consistent. The second thing to look at is create expectations that set you up for major wins. Number one, are you planning things or are you planning things and doing the things that you planned? So get out of the habit of just like taking all this time and making your planner so pretty and immaculate and like planning all the things you're going to do this week and then getting to the end of the week and beating yourself up because you feel like you did those things and then your weight loss isn't moving. Planning also means action, but it also means reflection get to your end of your week or get to the end of your day and reflect. Did I do the things that I said I was going to do? Oh, I didn't. So how can I make a plan to do them next time? What can I plan for that's going to get in my way, an obstacle that I'm going to be met with and make a plan to get around that? And the third thing you're going to look at is you're going to account for the little things because the little things make the biggest difference So look at the things that are happening specifically with your food outside of your main meals and your snacks. Are there little things that you just think aren't a big deal? So you're almost on autopilot about them. Eating off your kid's plate, eating off your partner's plate, a few pieces of candy here and there, a few sips of like soda here and there. Get aware of that. Remember, weight loss is simple and it's not about being perfect with your food. It's not about, you know, doing the sexy thing, which is like kicking your ass in workouts and doing all these like cool exercises and like, you know, being able to post your like sea moss on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. And like your cool juice cleanses, weight loss. You don't need to do any of that to lose weight. Weight loss is simple. It's simple. We make it complicated. And when you can start getting aware of the things that you're doing that's making your weight loss complicated, you win huge. Okay, so I hope this episode was helpful. I hope I gave you some things to start looking at today. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys on Instagram. My dude have been jumping lately. You guys have been loving the podcast episodes lately. So I hope to hear from you if you did. But until then, I'll see you next week, boo.